Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsay. As always, I am so happy you're here, and today's podcast is so timely. In fact, Zig is going to encourage us to stop and take the time to have meaningful conversations with other people. It seems we get so busy doing that we stop being, being real with one another, or being there for our kids and spouse. Let's turn it up and listen together to Zig Ziglar. One of my favorite people is Neil Jeffries. Neil was a quarterback for the Baylor Bears and led them to the Southwest Conference Championship. Neil, as some of you know, stutters. He's one of the most effective speakers I've ever heard in my life. He never let uh, his condition become a problem. As a matter of fact, he used that condition the most effectively of anybody I have ever seen in my life. Neil was very, very close to his dad. His dad had certain rules and regulations. He and his mom did uh, uh, about what time the uh, guys were going to come in, uh, you know, uh, from their dates and all. Well, Neil had always had that beautiful open relationship with his dad. And one night, you know, he kind of stayed a little overtime. And on the way home, uh, he realized he's going to be late. And he said, shucks, I'm already in trouble. He turned around, went back to spend a little more time with his girl. And he got home as a couple hours later than he was supposed to be. Well, nobody was up and around. He sneaked up, and he was hoping, you know, that uh, his dad hadn't even noticed. It was Saturday night. Got up Sunday morning, went down to breakfast, hoping he'd get there early, and his dad wouldn't be up, and there was his dad. Not a word was said. Nothing was said on uh, Monday. Nothing was said on Tuesday, but finally by Wednesday, Neil said he could no longer stand it. He went to his dad, and he said, Dad, here's what I did. I was wrong. Will you forgive me? The relationship was restored. The more quickly you do things like that, folks, the more easily the relationship is going to be rebuilt. In dealing with people, including our children, I love the little example that happened to me. Our family picked me up in Cleveland, Ohio. It was the Mezzi family. There were David and Jane Mezzi, and they have two beautiful children. One is a, a little guy who's a first grader, that's Gregory, and Brian is a sixth grader. Brian uh, probably has the vocabulary of at least a ninth grader, maybe a 10th or 11th grader. We were on our way to the restaurant, and Brian spoke up, and he said, Dad said if you'll cut left right here, uh, you will miss some of the traffic, and we can get there sooner. Well, when he said that, David said, Well, Brian, you know, that's a good thought. Thank you for giving it to me. But he said, you know, I have already calculated in my own mind that the way we're now going is a more direct route, I believe we can get there faster this way, but thank you very much for your suggestion. It was a good one. Now, that's what I call an authoritative response. See, the authoritarian individual, whether it's in the workplace or at the home, says you do it because I said do it, that's why, or you do it because that's the way we've always done it. The authoritative person, which is what David was, simply says we're going to do it this way, and let me explain why. You see, David was courteous to his son. He showed respect to his son. He gave him a logical explanation, simply saying, I've already thought this one through, and here's why this one would be better. But then he thanked his son. Now, I don't need to tell you, they have a tremendous relationship between the two of them. Husband and wife's relationships are, of course, the most important ones. I love what Sidney Harris says. The only way to understand a woman is to love her, and then it isn't necessary to understand her. You know, 
us fellas laugh about this a whole lot. We say, you know, women understand women. They don't like each other. We don't understand them, and we just love them. I know uh, <laughs> that's the way, uh, uh, that, uh, certainly the way I feel about my redhead. Now, the best way to build a lifetime relationship is to make you, make your best friend. You know, there's some things you'd never say about your best friend. You'd never do to your best friend. Now, maybe your mate, but you'd never do and say something like that to your best friend. Make your mate your best friend, and then, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the relationship will be much better. Isn't it ironic? The technology that we have today is so enormously effective. And yet the irony, you know, we've got all of the faxes and the computers and the walk-around telephone and everything else. All the technology to communicate, and yet communication individually, one-on-one, -on -one, is a bigger problem today than it has ever been. Uh, interestingly enough, in primitive societies also, as an aside, they don't have any time pieces, but they have lots of time. In our society, we have incredible numbers of time pieces, but somehow or another, we don't have any time. In the family relationship, I encourage you to pick up the Atlantic Monthly, the April 1993 issue. The headline simply said, Dan Quayle was right. Now, what's they talking about? They're talking about the importance of the family. And he's specifically talking, uh, in this particular case, Barbara Whitehead is the author. It's a lengthy article, but I guarantee you, you would enjoy reading it. The importance of the family is spelled out here. In single-parent families, the children raised there are six times as likely to be poor. They're two to three times as likely to have behavioral and emotional problems. They're far more likely to quit school, get pregnant, abuse drugs, or get in trouble with the law. 70% of the juveniles in state reform facilities are from fatherless homes. And the chances of being physically or sexually abused are 40 times as great as they are in the two-parent, natural-parent family. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean the step-parent is the one who does the abusing. But there's something in society that a lot of times where there is the father and the mother, there's a respect that is shown that otherwise is not. Now, having said that, let me come back and say something that I want to make crystal clear. I never say anything with the purpose of hanging a guilt trip on anybody. As I've already said twice in this series, 99% of the people do what they do when they do it based on the information they have at that time and the circumstances that existed at that time. The reason I'm saying this in this particular recording is the fact that we want to start today and make it just as attractive in the future as is possible. I was raised by a single mother. My wife was raised by a single mother. They were both widowed uh, when uh, we were very, very small. Think about it, all the technical equipment we have to keep us in touch with one another, and yet communicating is still a problem within relationships. Think about who you can stop and take the time to listen and talk to today. That is one important step in building winning relationships. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance. Hey, Ziggler Podcasters, this is Blake Lindsay. 
and I want to offer you a special bonus of some great Ziegler material in a downloadable format just like you're used to with the Ziegler Inspire podcast. Just go to Ziegler.com slash podcast bonus and you'll find a free download 60 minutes long of Zig's finest stories and a free download of Zig's most inspirational quotes. This is our way of showing you some gratitude and saying thank you for listening to the Ziegler Inspire podcast. We appreciate you. Go to Ziegler.com slash podcast bonus.